Hey, it's Zen, host of Life Verbs Podcast. But I'm not just the host of Life Verbs Podcast. I'm also a professional certified life coach specializing in hydrating your soul. And I also coach in intentional living and purposeful living. I'm a relatable life coach. I teach and coach on subjects that not only that I have knowledge of due to my schooling, but also that I have experience in, such as mindset shift, accountability, spiritual growth, love and relationships, those who have survived from any type of sexual trauma. Yes, teaching you and coaching you to own your power, to strengthen your resiliency. So be sure to DM me on Instagram at symbol life verbs with an S podcast or email me. The email address is contact life verbs with an S at gmail.com and book your free one hour consultation with me. You can also go to my Instagram page and click the link in the bio to book your free consultation. I look forward to speaking with you soon and for our one-on-one coaching session. Also, if you want to see some reviews, check out the videos on my Instagram with reviews and also check out reviews and testimonials on my website. The link is in the bio and my website is located below in the description box. Have a blessed day, a blessed week, a blessed life of abundance and intentional living. Get 20% off your first time shopping with the Hollands at Holland Spices Herbal Sanctuary. Thank you, Hollands, for blessing us with this amazing, amazing special offer. To get the promo code, be sure to look in the description box. Before we begin this podcast session today, I want to get you into the posture of being receptive, to receive all that is said in this podcast session with the Hollands. So get comfortable. And I want you to breathe in and breathe out. And as you're breathing in, I want you to breathe in openness. I want you to think of the word every time you breathe in. I'm open and I'm receptive. Breathe in. Say I'm open and I'm receptive. And breathe out. Breathe out all the structures. Breathe out just everything for a moment that you've been told that you know. I just want you to be open and in the posture to receive. Breathe in again. Breathe out. Breathe in. I am open and I'm ready to receive. Now, enjoy our podcast session with The Holland. I'm your host, Zen. And I'm the co-host, Kai. Welcome to Life Verbs Podcast, an empowering podcast Mm. where we hydrate your soul and fortify your spirit. Hold on, Zen. Hold on, man. We also intensify and renew your mindset. So listen, let's get to it how we get to it.
today you all community we have a very very two very special guests i'm so stoked that i just can't contain myself the hollands are here owners of holland spices the herbal sanctuary a black owned herbal apothecary brand that is healing our communities one being at a time hollands welcome welcome to life herbs podcast what are the products that your customers just can't get enough of and the benefits of those products and please talk about your teas because i'm very interested in those tea brews <laughs> thank you thank you thank you yes, thank you for thank having you us you both yes um, we've been so excited to be on the show and to be here and to sit down and to speak with you too so thank you for having us absolutely yeah um one one of the products so one of the teas that we could talk about um vital energy we're actually sipping on it right now um that is a it's like a energy and a mental type of booster because of the herbs that we have so a lot of the teas and stuff like that that we craft they have multiple um uses i would say or benefits right um to our teas so we have things like preservation right which is a preservation tea we have things like community right we Which have is really good for the season that we're in right now especially you know battling so-called covid and so immunity tea brew is a phenomenal tea to be t- drinking every single day right now agape center agape center vital t- vital energy is a beautiful uh, replacement if you're used to drinking coffee every single day mm-hmm. which can which can over time have some negative you know repercussions to drinking mm-hmm. it now what is that right there go ahead which one this right here that one. Yeah, yeah 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 what is that lemon buster yeah so this right here is probably definitely one of our um biggest sellers yeah. in that it's a tea accessory in that in my mind when i created it i created it as a tea accessory right um patent pending trademark pending pending All right. busters right um we got to protect our intellectual property come on uh, even though we out here doing business you know what i'm saying in these streets you know what i'm saying we got to make sure we good um right so you know a lot of the stuff that we do trademark pending um so we'll talk we can talk about all that but the lemon busters this is one of the simplest inventions (laughs) that you could have ever thought of um but in any case it's um one of our other products that we're going to be releasing soon which is a moringa infused honey um and a few other things uh on dehydrated lemons um and so we put other healing properties on top of them so we have uh, moringa suckle which has yes. additional moringa yes. um on it we have a turmeric booster yes. we have ginger zinger which has yes. zinger um ginger on top of it lavender yes. honeys so we have different flavors of these with different medicinal properties yes. um and they're obviously meant for you can put them in water you can put them in juice it's really up to you Your what you want how you want to use them yes it's the, the possibility it's just endless. endless so we have a plethora um i mean we have copious amounts of products on our site right so <laughs> yeah. if you want to come and check us out please do hollowspices.com um we have tinctures spiritual oils also some of our um best sellers here to rebirth the woman and mama moon spiritual oils these are they sell out every time um she makes them small batches of everything that we make spiritual sprays this is vision eight um we have another one that i don't have by me um called still sun so tons and tons and tons of things that we have um i would say just about about our best. I'm so intrigued because I don't know who designed it, but listen, I'm intrigued because of the packaging, right? Yeah. Like people don't understand. It's all about the packaging. It's all about what, what catches you, right? So I like the fact that when you flip the bag around, you have that silver, right? Yeah. And then the product sits on that silver. So then it like, so as I saw it, I was like, well, what is that? Like I'm intrigued, right? So I, I like that, man. I like that. It shows a lot of thought went into the product. That's one thing that we receive a lot of compliments on as it relates to our products is the packaging and the care that we take uh, to put the packages together and just the the little things that matter that when people open it, we really uh, don't want them to only be, you know, paying for and receiving a product, but we want to give them an experience. that mm-hmm. I say more than anything that sets our, our apothecary apart from others is that this is really about an experience. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we're here in this realm, in this lifetime, in the body of experience. Mm-hmm. You know, 
And right now we're in a time where we have to be very mindful about who we spend mm -hmm. our experience, experiences with. Yeah. You know, how we spend our currency on the experiences. Yeah. That we spend, so. That's deep. That's deep. I like that. I like that. That's deep. Now, how much, how many ounces are those teas? Because that looks like a whole lot of tea. Which so, I love. we have them in different sizes. Um, so, we have like what I call a sample size. Um, and normally, we run like a sample. It's like a one ounce. It's like little small one ounce samples of any five of the flavors of the teas. And I know we, we normally do like a five for like 220, 2222, like that sort of sale, right? Um, if you want to buy five samples, just to kind of check everything out. But this right here is a four ounce. This is the largest one that we have. And then we have two ounce um, also. Um, so just a few sizes, but we like to give you a decent amount of teas and our prices are very reasonable. Yeah. Um, we, so one of our, one of our main goals, um, obviously about this was, listen, I, um, Outside of this, um, I'm in IT. I've been IT for 20 years. Um, I have been blessed to be in that career um, for a decent amount of time, right? <laughs> um, and be able to um, make money in that way, right? So this, it, it, this was always always about giving back, right? Um, and making sure that, you know I think mean? this was another thing that I was interested in, something that we believe in, you know what I'm saying? Healing ourselves with herbs, um, you know what I'm saying, with nature. And it's just like, listen, this is something that we want to do for people. We're not going to charge a lot of money, right? Yeah. As long as I have, you know what I'm saying? As long as I have this too, you know what I mean? We're not gonna, we're not here to charge a lot of money. We're here to actually bring this healing, bring yeah. this knowledge Especially to, to our communities, mm -hmm. yeah. which are so um, heavily affected mm -hmm. by a lot of the things that we see happening around us, especially as it relates to our health. Mm -hmm. You know, black women are some of, you know, the highest percentage percentage of women who are passing away from unnecessary illnesses or even during childbirth. And a lot of it is avoidable. Um, and even with just seeing the diseases that exist within our family lineage, lineages that don't have to be that way. You know, if we had access to a lot of these healing modalities that other cultures have had, you know, access to for centuries and not only access to, but understanding of what they are and why they're necessary right that's, that's a big that's definitely something big there because all of the knowledge can be here right but do you comprehend it do you understand it yeah. right so um i just want to ask a question so what pushed y'all into making the teas like what what was it what was something was it something that was always there or like what pushed you to like let's do teas so probably about seven years yeah, ago. Um, oh, so y'all have that much history together. So yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. so we've been together. Yeah. So we've, we've been, been together seven years. About seven, it'll, eight, it was seven years last year. Yeah, so it'll be eight years this year. So uh, earlier in our in our relationship, I remember uh, saying to her that, that that I had wanted to. So I was really heavy into cooking and stuff like mm -hmm. that. Um, and so I had wanted to like start creating my own spice line. But during my, um, at that time I was already, like I was eating clean, I was working out and stuff like that. So I had shifted my eating habits and stuff. I wasn't eating any sugar, any mm -hmm. pasta. I wasn't eating anything white at that point when yeah. I met her. Like yeah. I was just on a totally different kick. Yeah. Um, and I came up and I was thinking about, I'm like, you know what? Well, I want to kind of do my own spice line. I'm like, what's in everybody's house that everybody needs? You know what I'm saying? Everybody uses spices, right? Exactly. So I started looking up spices, but in my search and in my research and looking up spices and looking up herbs, looking up like places to get bulk amounts and stuff like that to actually start this business, um, looking for suppliers, I started reading more into properties of different types of herbs and spices. At that point, it's just like, oh, wait a minute. No what about teas instead right yeah. and so i've always been a tea drinker never been a coffee drinker um so also being exposed to different types of teas you know what i mean and understanding the medicinal properties me i've never like i'm not a person who took medicine at all she can tell you like i don't yeah, do medicine never did like that was never my thing you know what i'm saying never been sick never any of that like yeah. i don't have those types of issues right mm. drink a lot of water drink a lot of vegetables like just basic stuff never anything you know, insightful, but didn't really know much about the herbs and the healing part of it um, until I started looking into it. And at that point, um, I'm like, you know, I went in deeper, you know, I took a couple classes or whatever 
um, for the doing like in this place called Herbal Academy, which is online. Yeah, it's which online, is online Herbal Academy. Um, and they do, you know, you can do like herbalist training and stuff like that. Did that. Um, and I, like a couple years ago, like three, three years ago, I said, I want to start our garden. When we started the garden, I started getting closer to the herbs and closer to the earth. Um, and at that point, it was just like, her, like the push was there from her. She's like, we need to start a business. Like we wow. need to doing this. Like, exactly. Like it was Kudos. that point, you know, you got a good partner. Kudos. Do it. She yeah. took, and I'm, when I tell you like that little, like small seed of an idea and what she took it and created and what, what it has become with right. all her, just like her energy, her support, her idea, like it's been like, yeah. <laughs> it's been great like so it's 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 our baby like the little small like conversation <laughs> that we had grew to this us yeah. having this you know what i mean yeah. she's like no we're going to do an apothecary we're going to do blah blah blah. i'm like okay but when we started our we said it really connected us and started to really build our relationships with not only only the plant beings but back with nature which is really what's missing with a lot of uh, the, our, our indigenous people, which are us, you know, uh, that walk every part of this earth, you know, our connection with nature is missing. And so I would say that that really was also our um, initiation mm-hmm. into this apothecary. You know, yeah. it, it didn't come from vanity or from profit or wanting to profit. It came from meeting a need um, and then with a vision. Gotcha. That's, 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 that's dope, man. That's so dope. I gotta ask, I gotta ask you ladies, yes. what is a life verb that each of you live by? And what is a life verb that you collectively as a couple live by? A life verb is a life philosophy that you live by that is obtained through your own personal experiences. I can't wait for y'all's answer. We've been thinking about this. I want y'all to know that. <laughs> We've really been thinking about this. Um, but what's funny for me, um, my personal one, uh, for me, I know has a lot to do with, you know, and, you know, for some people it may be offensive, but I, I say it a lot, but my life, you know, verb would be, uh, my capacity for struggle has dwindled and so has my black card. Like. And I mean that with everything in me, I mean that. So explain that. Yeah, explain that. What that means is, you know, since coming, you know, into being initiated into being herbalist, um, we've also experienced, you know, a a spiritual awakening. Mm -hmm. And in that spiritual awakening, you know, if you stay on the path, you know, not necessarily chasing anything, but just being pure in the fact that you just want to know the truth. Spirit will guide you. Yes. And so spirit took us and guided us to knowledge of self. And when we, you know, found and discovered knowledge of self, it took us to understanding that we were not black, you know, and that a lot of our struggle um, comes from the, the label of being black, of being African-American, of being colored, and any other, you know, word that's attached to the culture of having, you know, copper skin, you know, and, and that's attached to, you know, us as indigenous people walking this planet. And so in understanding that I was not black, it automatically took me out of, out of the state of poverty. You know, and it automatically challenged us to start to stop making impoverished impoverished decisions. Mm. The people that we that we chose to be friends with, you know, or even the arguments that we chose to have, you know, with each other. The way you know it charged us to elevate our perception and what we allowed and what you know what we attracted into our lives. And when we relinquished, you know, that black heart and and black culture and everything that comes with it you you step into your godhood you know and it stops being something that you just say and it's, it starts to be something that you understand hmm. and wholeness and incompletion well, let me ask you a question just to piggy just to piggyback off of off of that yeah. right and um first i first i just take my hat off to you and, and and salute you for getting that deep into the spirit right and and finding that 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 peace that calmness right so with 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 that understanding i'm pretty sure you have come across some some 
some some conversations right where you had to kind of explain mm -hmm. where you were coming from because from someone that doesn't have a a a, a broad mindset and they're yeah. just looking at what you're saying they're going to come off ignorant absolutely right but if you sit there if you if you have that connection with your whatever higher calling that you are connected to mm -hmm. right then you should be able to understand someone else's point of view. Oh, for sure. Right? And, and then it's a difference between someone saying that and then someone saying like, well, no, I'm saying this because this is my research. This is what I've come to this conclusion, right? Yeah. So my question to you is, what was, you know, just vaguely like a, a conversation where you had to actually defend yourself? I would say my experience, we were in Philly because I'm from Philly. Okay. So and she's from New Jersey and mm -hmm. we're no longer there. We're in Arizona now. And so Y'all in the nice weather. I'm jealous. Yes. <laughs> Around the time that, you know, we started to come into the understanding that we weren't, you know, black and the and all the reasons as to why. And I see I grew up in church and mm -hmm. not just like, you know, black people who went to church on holidays like i was i was integrating into church you know right. like really like in church every day every day out of the week i can relate <laughs> to, to, to come into the understanding that everything that i grew up believing was a lie was almost earth shattering right yeah. and at the same time it was something that i couldn't shy away from because it was so much evidence in front of us and so we were in this pizza store this vegan pizza store in philadelphia a few years ago and this other indigenous, you know, melanated black woman walks in and she was a Hebrew Israelite. And at first we were really connecting, but the conversation that we were having was really big and it wasn't necessarily about belief. It was more so just about um, uh, the connection of knowing that we've been done wrong here, you know, and that, and that we are spiritual beings. And then there was a moment where mm -hmm. I said something that challenged what it was that she that she believed, and I can't remember what it was. And her whole energy changed. I think you were saying something like the woman is. Oh, she asked me something about God. She asked me who I thought God was, and I told her that if I'm being very honest, that I was speaking with God, meaning that that and that I'm a God. And that she's a God and that Zen's a God, meaning that the black woman is God. And so when I said that to her, it really um, made her, it jolted her out of the connection that we were having and it immediately put us in division. And so she no longer saw me as um, just a sister and sisterhood sharing connection, I became a demon to her, you know, because of her belief in Jehovah. Mm -hmm. Um, Jehovah, which is Yeshua, you know, they, she was a Hebrew Israelite. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, my, my telling her that, you know, as she goes deeper into her spirituality, that she's going to begin to find out that a lot of the things that we grew up believing uh, wasn't true, it will begin to challenge her. And I just asked her that she would keep an open mind. And I gave her a hug. And as I was standing in, in front of her, I almost began to cry because I was just telling her that I loved her still. Like, mm -hmm. I still love you and I still want you to go out there and to be safe no matter what it was that you believe. And she looked at me and she was just like, are you serious? Like, her, And it brought her back to humanness for a second. Mm -hmm. And before we left, we didn't leave in division. We mm -hmm. left in some sense of um, understanding, even if she doesn't know there was a seed planted. And she'll be able to look back at that experience and know that I didn't come to her and being divisive, but an understanding, which is what you were saying. That's and deep. That's deep. I, I, I just, um, and, you know, Zen, you know, Zen and I, we, it's funny how we met, right? We met um, from, from, from my page and we connected on a, I can't even, I can't even, you know, describe how our connection is, right? But when you're saying, you know, she's a God, she's a God. We had a conversation, I believe like a week ago, and we were just speaking like, you know, when I went to, when I went to church, I went to church and that seed was planted in me 
about church, but it was always something about church that I felt like I don't have to necessarily be there, mm -hmm. right? I can build my own connection, yeah. right? So when you build your own connection, it's whatever your connection is with your higher calling, with your spirit, right? That's how I felt. I felt like the more and more that I would go to try to find different churches, I couldn't fit in, yeah. right? Because, and, I, and I'm not saying all of them, but when you go to these different churches, there's so much fakeness. Mm -hmm. There's so many people that uh, think that they're holier than thou, right? But you sin every day. It's just that your sins are behind closed doors and other people's sins are on front street, right? Mm -hmm. So the connections that Zen and I have, it's like I finally have someone that we can just talk freely about spirituality, yeah, right. right? And there's no judgment zone. Right. Like, I'm so proud. I'm so happy that you came to that understanding. Right. So now it's it's intriguing me because now I'm like, OK, I need to do some more research. Yeah. Right. But it's just the fact that if everyone would just find their own connection and stop following. In general. <laughs> it, it think, you know, so. Yeah. And she's a PK. She's a, her father is a pastor. I'm okay too. I can, <laughs> wow. Wow. you know, so that's a completely different, you know, if you want to see that you're her, but right. for me, it's, it's, it's a lot like what you, what you just said. For me, it's, um, it's find whatever it is that you believe in wholeheartedly and believe right. it should be, it's about you at the end of the day. Right be anybody else in the end but you right your life <laughs> you right. have these other people experiencing it with you right so whatever it is that you believe you need to hey stick to that belief right, right. Have your own set of beliefs you know what i'm saying and that's why you know for me like when you talk about the life bird it's like well life isn't lived inside of a box mm -hmm. right so life isn't lived inside of a box, you know what I'm saying? I'm not the box that you will put me in, right? And right. life is lived inside of the box. Like it's everywhere, it's everything. <laughs> it's <Right>. not <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? But it's not it's not lived inside of a inside of a box. You have to think, you know, you have to you have to go beyond that. You know what I'm right. saying? It's phys physically, you know what I'm saying, spiritually, mentally, emotionally, it's not just that wall that you put up emotionally, you know what I'm saying? It's not those four walls that you live in between. You know what I'm saying? It's not that small, limited view that you think of. You know what it's I'm saying? Not. It's so much more than that. Um, you know what I'm saying? And that, and that, at that point, you, you'll learn to just love yeah. everybody <laughs> unconditionally. And it right. matter. You it know what I'm saying? Because you're not living inside of any boxes. Yeah. <laughs> and man puts it, man is the one that puts it in the box. Right. Put it in the box because all these religions, all these religions are man-made religions. Oh. But truly, God wants you to have the relationship that you have, your personal own connection. And I truly believe as well that everybody has their own convictions. Oh, I can't look at the both of you and say, you do this, it's wrong. You can't do the same to me. We can't do that to Kai. Everyone has their own convic convictions yes. because we're all beautifully customized yes. by the creator. Yes. Man, Zen, I, I, that's why we're two Libras with, with two different views on the same way. Because I tell you, I was just sitting here like when people say you're inside a box, right? How can you tell me I'm inside a box? Because you just painted that box. You just put me inside that box. Mm -hmm. So, so it's different if I say I'm inside this box, that's me. Yeah. But how can you judge me and say you are here? No, you put that, you put me in that side, that box. That's, that's, that doesn't, that doesn't relate to me. And even going deeper with having the understanding of what the box is ritual, ritual wise, I say my motto is everything is ritual. You know, in everything, in every day, ritual is happening. So even allowing somebody to box you into an idea or into a perception or a thought process or a way of behaving or, or speaking is allowing someone to do ritual over you. Right. You know what I'm saying? And we as, as melanated beings are already 
super superstitious and yet we don't really even understand the laws that are behind the, the, the things that make us superstitious speak that speak that mm. Mm. because god spirit creator does not have parameters no no the higher powers are creator there is no param parameters parameters within creation no, and you know what's in um and this oh, man this is crazy this goes back to something i said a long time ago i probably said this about 10 years ago and a lot of people didn't understand what i was saying and people was like man what are you talking about but when you think about it right and i said this i said when a, when someone paints a perfect picture mm -hmm. right that picture is not perfect because it's been painted right so when people it looks so lovely and, and no that's not it because that means that somewhere along the line there, there's some flaws somewhere they just painted it and you got to look beyond that so that's what she did mm -hmm. she went behind yeah. the picture yeah. to find out the flaws so man I, I salute you I salute you that's a word and to prove what you were saying about spirit then Mm -hmm. proving that it's undefinable if we look at the hermetic the hermetic principles yes we talk about spirit and understanding what spirit is and when we look at spirit when when our people that we know pass away or our family members or our friends they become they become gas which is spirit and spirit is gas mm -hmm. and when you look at the etymology of spirit it's undefinable it's unknowable it's 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 uncontainable mm -hmm. that means that it's everywhere Mm. you know so we're everywhere and nowhere we're everything and we're nothing at the same time which means that there's no need for a box when you can encompass everything yes mm. yes definitely 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 as a pk mm -hmm. from from one pk to another pk I want to hear your story and, and I also want to hear how your relationship now is with now you said it was your father mother my father father if and he's still um he's alive yeah absolutely. okay <laughs> and how your relationship is now I'll be brief and I'll just talk about I guess the evolution of the relationship yes so so let's see. So I had, so I had my, I had a son when I was probably 16 years, when I was 16, not probably, I was 16 years old. Um, so, I mean, it was, okay. So my parents divorced. <laughs> um, I had a son when I was younger. Um, and so like, I went to live with my mother at that time. So like, it was probably around, I don't know, I guess my, so my teenage years, I was with my mother. Um, you know what I mean? Until I got older. Um, but I had always been, I mean, talking about my story, um, you know, whether it being gay or spiritual, right? Um, you know, from the from me, this box that they call gay, whatever, right? <laughs> whatever that is, right? That right. I just say, hey, it's just loving somebody, right? right. It's right. with somebody. Um, you know what I mean? I've always felt like I can have a connection um with I'll just say anybody, right? Um, you know what I mean? And so not really trying to live inside of that box, but the box that was created for me when I was in, you know, when I was under my parents' roof or whatever, I respected because I thought that's what I had to do um, because I was mentally limited at that time and still mentally inside that box. Um, you know what I mean? But um, obviously as I got older um, and as I started to respect myself and understand who I was, and this is when I'll talk about the evolution of um, you know, the conversation with my father went from, you know, I don't know who my daughter is or who she wants to be, um, to I love everything about you and I'm proud of who you are. So yeah. I'll, I'll leave it to you at that. And so that's where it is today. Um, you know what I mean? It's just like, listen, you know, whoever you, whoever you want to be, you know, whatever it is that you want to do, like I support you wholeheartedly. So that's the, that's the gist, <laughs> um, you know what I'm saying right there. And so the evolution of. How that is, and that's with everything. I, I and it's, I'm glad Zen asked that question because I was going to ask it because especially we're in a preacher's 
you know, you know, daughter. It's a lot of preachers will say, you know, same sex is wrong, mm-hmm. right? But then out of the same mouth, you say, love everyone, mm-hmm. right? So for me, that's where, before I became who I am now and know my own connection, it was, it was too many contradicting things Sure. You know, for me to start to believe in because my 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 father was heavy into church but he was always preaching family and love and this this and that but then you cut me off so it was like if i look up to you when you are here and you are talking about god and and spirit but then you the same mouth you cut me off like you never know me it, it, it it's it's hard for you to then transfer and still love god mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right so that was the huge gap of why i could never until i had to go through my own life experiences and then realize who i was myself like yeah. you just said and be like okay no that doesn't matter with him mm-hmm. it's this it's me yeah right so um that's that that was intriguing to me just but then beat, beat me to the question just to just to ask you, you know, because I know you've gone through some, some thing. It's kind of like that. Um, what is that series? I, my my daughter had me watching American um, Gangster. No, not American Gang. It's a series on uh, on Netflix that we watch. American. What is it? All American. Okay. And, and okay. the girl. You, you watch that one. Watch it, yeah. So you know, kind of like how the mother was mad because because her daughter, the mother and father was mad because the daughter. Yeah, yeah. Right, so that, so that you know, that just that it just kind of reminds me of that. It runs very heavily, and I'm, I'm really happy that um, you felt brave enough to even, you know, say that because um, what I love about the time that we're in and the liberation that many of our people who have already experienced liberation from a dogmatic religion and those of us who will continue to experience a liberation from dogmatic religions is that um, I think one of the main things that is missing, especially out of Christianity as it relates to indigenous people is accountability. You know, we have moved into a time uh, not only spiritually, but physically, and, and you are going to have to be accountable for the things that you've done in the past. And, and the behaviors that you continue to operate today in, you know? And so I, I believe that we're, we're in a time now on this planet where we're experiencing a reckoning. Talk about it. And, and a lot of um, us having to really be accountable for our tongues. Yes. Our families having to be accountable, you know, for their tongues and for their programmings. And for many of our, of our families, they are going to expire you know, during this time, having still been being rooted in a lot of those ideologies, you know, and a lot of the perceptions that that doesn't necessarily provide um, expansion or involvement. Mm. You know, even when we talk about sexuality, especially as it relates to gay to um, to gay people, whatever you want to call us. Um, because we don't even exist in those labels at all. Like we don't exist in any of them. But when you really begin to, for me to bring up the um, hermetic laws again, the hermetic principles, that's why when I say when we really begin to understand self on a spiritual level, a lot of these these beliefs that we are super attached to, Mm -hmm. you find that they become very infantile and carrying and operating in, you Mm -hmm. know, because in everything, there is masculine and feminine energy. Yes, there is. And if we look at a lot of our deities, as it relates to the indigenous people, long before, you know, this narrative of, of white people making, you know, the, the gay communities and their families gay, long before that narrative started to be pushed, we had an understanding 
of what masculine and feminine energy was, how it existed here on this plane of existence and how we use it. And many of our deities presented to be androgynous. Mm. Many of them. And so if you look at her natal chart, if you look at the makeup of her spiritually, when you really begin to delve into the knowledge of her, you'll discover that she couldn't have been any different than what she, she is the masculine that balances my feminine energy. I am the feminine. Nobody could ever come to us and tell me that we are an abomination or that we are not natural or found in nature. We are, mm. she is the masculine. If you look at her, look at her, she is masculine. If you look at her natal chart, she is masculine, dominating in her energies. And I am the feminine. I am the moon. She is the sun. Mm. She is the I am the cancer. You understand what I'm saying? We are balanced. And if I look at nature and if and, and what we studied and what we know of nature, I find us. I find you. I find heterosexual couples. You find all of us because none of it means anything except for the perception that somebody fed to you, the belief, a thought. All right. All right. That's deep. That's deep. Hey, I see. I see why y'all have such a deep connection, man. Because yes. you know, yes. you you get two different type of conversations from both of y'all. Yes. You know. So I I I, I, I applaud y'all, man. Um, you know, uh, <laughs> wow, wow. I, I think I'm gonna go back and watch this myself once you post this, Zen, because it's just so much knowledge. The way, like, you can't, you can't, that's not scripted, right? Mm-hmm. Like, the way both of you all are talking, that's not scripted, mm-hmm. right? There's so much knowledge because it's obvious you've done research, you've gone through it. So, when you can talk like this and it's just flowing, then you already know that, you know, it's here, it's, it's, it's in here, it's embedded in you. That's who you are. Thank Absolutely. you. That means a lot that be. you can see that. Yeah, go ahead. We try to be. No, we try to be genuine and authentic. Um, and let people kind of know who we are, what we're thinking. Um, we are not, we are unapologetic. We, just, we are us. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, and that's just, that is what it is. You get, you know what I'm saying? This is this is what you get. This is what you get with us. Yeah. Um, you know what I'm saying? My wife packs a powerful punch um, when it comes to the spiritual side. You know what I'm saying? Like, in a way, you know what I'm saying? In a way, she's more of the, the spiritual leader. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know what I'm saying? But she helped me think about things. Like, she helped me think things, think differently. Yeah. You know? about the world and myself in general like and we even though we basically came into this awakening at the same time you know what i'm saying like it was you know what i mean just having her perspective how she sees things and how i see things like it kind of well if it does um, it makes it a lot easier for us to like understand as we're learning things and we like learning together so we do and it makes it easy when you have somebody who's not afraid to allow their world to shatter and right. to figure out okay how does it begin again you know she even she wasn't connected to church the way that i was connected to church so she even made the effort when i was still really trying to figure out where i was spiritually and i asked her if she would try church with me again because it was my foundation like there was nothing outside of jesus like i grew up in the ever of fire and brimstone You understand what I'm saying? Azusa, what began with my church Mm. growing up? You understand what I'm saying? Like church was, that was, that was my DNA. Like there was nothing else. So in figuring out where I was and who I was spiritually, she made the effort, you know, to come to church with me. And she did, you know, until we figured it out. And I remember the day that we went and we left and we looked at each other and we was just like, it ain't it. This ain't it. Mm. The same aha <laughs> moment. Like this is and we and but it what it didn't come out of, oh, it's not working for us. It came, the mutual thought came, and then the understanding of why. Like there's something else. It's there's something more. Yeah. Yeah. And we just started learning. Yeah. We just started reading and just opening our minds to whatever. Yeah. Right. 
um, whatever is out there, yeah. right? Because there's so there's so much, you know what I mean? But also in trying to find out who we are, which is the um, most important, you know what I mean? And getting into the astrology side and stuff yeah. like that. And, and shadow work so. and really picking ourselves apart because that's really what, for me, that's really what true spirituality is. It honestly has nothing to do with, with deities. It has nothing to do with you sitting down and lighting candles. It has nothing to do, you know, with you taking spiritual baths or going to church and laying ties um, or going to Sunday church houses and listening to your, your pastors preach the same repetitive message every Sunday with a different flair to it every time to, to appeal to your emotional mm. essence. Mm -hmm. When not what your spirit is not responding to the word, your spirit is is responding to the atmosphere. Right, right. See now, now, now you digging. See, and, and and everything you saying is so is so true, and that's how I saw it. Right when they were saying the tithing thing, you know, I'm like, okay, I get what you're saying, right? But but me, I was the type of person where, and I said this on a live long time ago, where. For some strange reason, I, I I wanted these shoes, right? These shoes I wanted, they were so, they, these Nike shoes, I wanted them so bad, and I finally found them. I, they was like $180, I bought them, and I wore them one time. And something told me to put these shoes in my truck, right? And this happened like four or five years ago. And I just had them in the truck, and every time I cleaned the truck, I would not take them out. I just couldn't understand why. But I just left them in there. So one day, I'm at the gas station getting some gas and this guy was over there and you know he was homeless right and my thing is it's like that's how i tie i don't care if you're going to take the money and do whatever you want with it that's not my problem right, right? i just did what i did out of the kindness of my heart that's my way of tithing so the guy walks over he says something to me he's like hey brother you got a dollar i said man i really don't have no money on me right i said but um and then that's when it was like the calling, the higher calling was like, you do got something on you. That's right. Right? And I was like, and before I could even think it, I just started talking. And it was like, man, I got these shoes, man. I said, uh, what size you wear? And the guy said, this is how you know it's real. He said, I don't care what size it is. I need some shoes. Wow. So when I went in my truck and handed them, he said, you giving me these? Wow. And that was when I was on my point of understanding the difference. Like, we just... Zen and I just did a thing on materialistic, right? Like I was one of those guys who loved materialistic. So that was when I was on my understanding of materialistic things. Like I gave something that I thought that I needed and I gave it to someone and they looked at it like it was here. Yes. You see yes. what I'm saying? So they were in your trunk. Oh, and it was, yeah. So when I gave it to them and I, and I, and I, and I pulled off, it was like, that's why I had you. That's spirituality. Right. That's spirituality. But you don't get that connection until you mature enough to understand that it's not church. It's not what your mother say. Right. It's none of that. It's what you yeah. are you ready to bring this in and have this connection. Who are you? That's what spirituality is. Who are you? Why do you think the way that you think? Why are you angry? Why are you sad? What scars and pathologies that your parents leave upon you that you still mm, yeah. And how do those pathologies allow you to operate in the world around you? Are you a nice person? It, it, are you an evil person? Are you an overly nice person? Are you pathetic? Mm -hmm. Are you a victim? Do you live in that victimhood? Mm -hmm. right. mm -hmm. this, that's spirituality. Really picking the ego apart until you understand who you are at the root of it. And to understand who you are in the mm -hmm. highest aspect of yourself, because that's who was talking to you. It's not something outside of you. It's your highest self that mm -hmm. laid the path for you to go buy stinkers. You thought that it was vanity, but it was spirit setting the scene because you were about to meet somebody that needed shoes. It has nothing to do with you. The mm -hmm. call is, will you be obedient when spirit is, is beckoning you to do something? Like we had to be obedient and leaving from Jersey and coming to where we are today, leaving everything behind, which was not easy. A new start. Yes. Getting out your comfort zone. Yes. yes. 
I want to help the people today. As far as I want to talk a little bit on astrology. I want to talk a little bit on natal charts because I truly believe I always say that God's the pilot. I always say the Bible's the guide and I always say that natal chart is your blueprint. And so many people, so many people are so opposed to their natal charts, but it truly to me is the blueprint of who you are, Hmm. of how you, of how you were created. So I want to talk a little bit about that. And I also want to discuss as well, for those who are wanting love, they're wanting to find that person. What in their natal chart, where would they look? What would they look for to find that balance? Because both of you discuss how you balance each other out. I would look at your Venus and I would look at your moon and I would look at your fourth house because that's family. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can't remember the other house that deals directly with relationship, but I would definitely start there mm-hmm. uh, because it'll definitely give you an idea of how you look at love, mm-hmm. how you receive love, mm-hmm. right? And how you attract it to, to yourself. You know? can, I ask you, can I ask you a question? Relationships, yeah. Can I ask you a question? And, and, and um, when y'all met, were y'all already you know, looking for someone? Were you already, like, describe that? Like, just to, like, I just want to understand the connection. So what was it that, that see, see, see what I'm saying? When I say that and y'all both smiling, that's that's what I'm talking about, that that feeling. Because yeah. it seems like I, I, you can just go back to that same emotion. So, so you know, it, just describe that. I mean, I, I know I wasn't looking for it. She wasn't looking at I wasn't looking for it. I lo- wasn't because looking she couldn't sense. handle a Philly Jaws. So uh-oh. She- uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I wasn't looking per se, right? Um, in that in that way. Um like it was more or less it was I was open for whatever. You know what I'm saying? At that time, whether it was finding, you know, more friends or whatever, it was just in a time where um like I said, I had um, started eating clean. I was like more like mentally clean, like just kind of just like doing stuff. Like I had been by myself for a little while, um, you know what I mean? And so it was just like, I had gone through a sense of uh, detoxing and cleaning, so to speak, right? Um, physically, emotionally, mentally, that sort of thing. Um, so I was kind of just ready, you know what I'm saying? For whatever it was. Um, and, you know, it was on those dating sites. I can't remember which one it was. Oh, okay, you did. Yeah, girl, that okay. So did. many, right? First of all, it has so many of them. <laughs> On the dating site, you know what I mean? Like, that's kind of how it is a lot of times, like, um, in the quote-unquote gay community, you know what I'm saying? Just trying to find, you know, people that you connect with. Y'all, made on a, y'all met on a dating site? Yep. Yeah, we met on uh, a dating site. Yeah, and I think I had just probably, I didn't have the account for a very long time when I, when I made the account. And I didn't even have a phone. So there really wasn't a way for me to even like keep up with the account. It was just like, if somebody around me had a phone, I would borrow the phone and maybe check it every now and again. She wasn't even looking at Philadelphia, like she said, and she changed her location that day and I came up. Wow, she just changed her location. Yes, and so my best friend, anyway, she sends me this message and it was a a beautiful, long message. message. And when my best friend told me that the message was long, that right away let me know that there was some substance there, right? Right. You know, people, I feel like, you know, I came up in the 90s and so I feel like how we handle dating and how we handle relationships it's just really like in and out and there's really like no coaxing or you know growing up in church they what we will call it courting like there's there's not that anymore you know i come from the ever of writing love notes you yeah, know yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. you know writing to the person to tell them how you feel because you couldn't say it like i'm from the ever of staying up on the phone 
all night and falling asleep. Like I'm no, you hang up. <laughs> not from that ever. So when she, when my best friend told me it was a long message, I automatically knew, like, okay, this is some substance. And so she told me that she was fine. And she sent me a picture, and I was like, "Are you sure she messaged the right person? Like, are we are we sure? Catfish? Wait a minute, let me let me. Are we are we sure? Right. We kind of just started talking from there, and our our messages and OK Cuba was really like something out of a story. Like we had great conversation on the phone. Um, was good. Over. I mean. It flourished um, that way. A lot of it was conversation. Um, yeah. It was the it was the mental the mental game. You know what I'm saying. So you know what I, you know what I'm getting from what you're saying, right? So from a spiritual aspect, it seems like the high calling was getting you prepared. Yes, for sure. For for you to be able to be in that type of mindset, right? So we got all of that stuff out of the way for you to even be in that type of mindset to be able to just go and just type however you felt. Yeah. Because if you had just sent her a one a one liner, it would have just went, you'd have just fell into the other other realm. But because you was able, you was in that mindset, you was, you know, to be able to type like that, now look at you got yourself a life, a life partner, man. So man, that's that's dope. And I mean, and there's so many other synchronicities. I'm not even gonna go into it, uh, but yeah, there's so many other. There's so many other like synchronicities. Like I tell her, like I told her, I said, listen, I said, in a way, I said, like I, I was like creating a map, like on my body to mm -hmm. essentially find her. Right? I only have a few tattoos. Yes, literally, <laughs> I only have a few tattoos, um, and I just got them on whims, right? For the most part. Yeah. Um, but if you look at my ta my tattoos, the two tattoos that I have, um, they're almost like they're almost like a map to her, in terms of what they are like and what they what they represent. Wow! Um, like she's a cancer. I have a cancer sign, but yes, wow. The cancer looks like right. It's a so sign. exactly. Yes. So it was just I love the color. I love the whatever. Like I just got a cancer sign. I wasn't dating anybody who was a cancer at the time. Right. Like it was something that that you know I was drawn to. Um, and then I have another, um, uh, yeah. like sun, moon, and stars, yeah. sort of whatever, um, like a compass. Um, and yeah, in any case, like there's just things, uh, there's, there's, a my arm. there's just a couple things in there. There's like, a T inside of it. It was supposed to be a seven, it looks like a T. It was supposed to be a seven, but that's even more powerful. But it looks like a T. Exactly. And before we changed our names with declaring our Moorish nationality, my name is Tamaya. Yeah. So for her to for it to even look like a T, it was incredible. Like it's 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 really so many synchronicities. It it's was it was bound to happen. I love that. I love that. I love that. You all, as we close, I mean, you've given us so so much food for thought, spiritual nourishment already. It's got to be the best one so far. I'm just I'm just being honest. But as we close, what yeah. would you like our listeners today to take from this podcast session? What is, how would you sum all this up well, to one, provide spiritual yeah. nourishment? Yeah. Um, yes. <laughs> um, and Kai and Zen. So one, yes. one um, I will say that. The conversation um, was phenomenal. So great conversation, yes. great organic conversation. Um, definitely enjoyed um, you know, the back and forth. Um, and the inspiring conversation. Um, but sweetie, do you want to, I know you yes. like her a lot of times close us out. Like she's the benediction. I always say, <laughs> <laughs> take us there. Okay. Oh, you know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> I'm gonna let her do what she, what she does, what she does best for us. Okay. So, um, one of the takeaways that I love, uh, your listeners to take away one, we thank y'all for having us. We truly appreciate it. Um, you guys have no idea how much this means, not only to us personally, but also to Holland Spices. Uh, we thank you for allowing us to use your platform and to come here and to speak um, and to allow people to really get a chance to know who we are um, and the voices that we have and what we have to say. So one of the things that I would love to leave your listeners with is please to go to our website and to really um, engage with our products. 
um, and to really learn them and to and allow them to grow, to help grow you um, and to help heal you because that really is the essence um, of who we are and what we try to provide as it relates to Highland Spices. Mm -hmm. And my call that I would just, or plea that I would love to make to the collective um, is that we would really become um, interested in, you know, chasing after the essence of who we are and after you know knowledge of self and and all that that encompass um and to just fall away fall away from everything that you think you know and everything that you think think you understand um and to be open-minded to accepting a new thing and a new mm. thought and a new way mm. of thinking that's what heal yourself know yourself yes. that's it. That's I love it. I love it. Hollins, you will be back. I'm manifesting it. This will not be the last time at all that you will come on this podcast. This was truly amazing. Be sure to follow the Hollins on Instagram. All of their social media handles and their website will be in the description box. Also, be sure to follow Kai and I on Instagram as well and at all our social media handles. They are also located in the description box. Yeah, and listen, man. You know, after something amazing like this, listen. If you if you're interested in advertising on this podcast, just reach out to Zen. All right, the the, the lovely Zen. Reach out to her uh, on a social media email. Zen at contact life verbs with an S at gmail.com. And always remember to keep your soul hydrated and your spirit fortified. All right, and we're just two Libras with two views on the same way, and we're gone.